Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about Gone with the Wind? I am, because after all, we we are the Watchers of Movies. Hello! Hello! So, I have to tell you that um, when I was watching, well... So I watched Gone with the Wind over the span of two days. Oh, same. And on Monday, I knew I was <laughs> going like, to start it. I knew I was going to start it on Monday. So all day on Monday, I kept. I had the song Tuesday's Gone in my head because it says <laughs> the phrase Gone with the Wind. So while I was watching the movie, I had to pause it and listen to the song just to get the earworm out of my head. <laughs> and it worked. It, I was able to let it go <laughs> so yeah i uh it took me two days to watch it too and like the first the first so i've seen this movie before but i saw it when i was like 11 so it's been a long ass time i do not remember i remembered i remembered a couple things that weren't so like meme meme you know like memes you know like oh. frankly my dear i don't give a damn is like always a meme yeah used. yeah because Big that's time, a very yeah. popular yeah so like sure. everyone's heard of that one but um there was stuff in the movie where I, like, I thought that, um, like, when Melanie had her baby, I thought she had died. And I, so I did remember her dying. I just didn't remember when she died. Oh. So it was just, like, it was little things like that. I remembered that Scarlett had the, like, longstanding love affair for, or love for Ashley, you know, like, but that was pretty much it. And I remembered, I thought Tara had burned down, and it turned out it was 12 Oaks. So I was like, okay, so, like, I did remember some stuff, but it was not, it wasn't, like, accurate. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it wasn't totally, like, it was yeah. kind of right, but it was, like, a half-truth. So... It was interesting, um, but uh, so I wanted to mention to our listeners the reason why we decided to do this film because it is a um, it's a film that has for especially for Black History Month because it is a film that has racism and slavery in it. And the woman that plays Mammy, Hattie McDaniel, was the first African-American woman to win an Oscar for her role as a uh, Best Supporting Actress. And I think that that is incredibly important i mean it's she okay so according to kshs.org she had fought racism and discrimination to change people's opinions of african-american actors and so she is an enormous aspect of uh change in in hollywood and everything like that especially with winning an oscar so we wanted to just throw that out there that we recognize that this maybe is not the like it, it it's it is not a film that has the main characters as uh, African American or Black people, but however, it is incredibly important as far as the historical goes, and I think it's a very important for us to not erase history, but to acknowledge it and to recognize that it is a thing that happened and it is a thing that there that is there, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I read that um, she couldn't even attend the premiere because it was at a white-only theater. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's it's just like, it's someone winning and, like, ha- being the first person to win an Oscar and to have that, I mean, that extraordinary step forward as far as equality goes is so vital. And I, I, just, I just didn't want people to think that we were... Um, 
not aware of what kind of film this is or how people were treated then or how they're treated in the film. (laughs) You know, I wanted to make everyone very aware, like there is a specific reason why we decided to make this film and it is because of its cultural and historical significance as far as winning an Oscar, the first African-American to Mm -hmm. win an Oscar. I mean, she was the first ever. So woman, man, it's, it's amazing. Um, So yeah, that's, yeah. But we're going to, chat about some other stuff a little first before we get into the movie <laughs> so um so i started watching the jinx which is about robert durst and there's like He's the lead singer of limp biscuit right <laughs> yes yes so you know he uh so he was like a very rich well he's still alive i think maybe but he was like came from like a millionaire family and he ended up murdering his first wife and um Lauren, someday I want to talk to you and I want you to talk about something <laughs> that's not murder. It's not depressing <laughs> that you've been watching and devoting your time to. What a day that will be. <laughs> right? <laughs> um <laughs> anyway, keep going. So he murdered his first wife. He murdered his first wife. They uh, there wasn't like a lot of proof of it, but like so this guy all like these there's like the police are after him they think that he's shady they don't have enough evidence to convict him and so he's free right and so he approaches um the person the guy that directed the movie um it's i think it's called all good things it's with ryan gosling and kirsten yeah and it's about robert durst oh is it yeah and so robert Durst play the murder victim i think so yeah yeah so spoiler alert yeah (laughs) so he robert just approached the director and he's like hey i would love to sit down with you and like discuss some things and i was like wow what an incredible narcissist like this guy like this movie's all about like not showing him in a good light and he's like no i want to sit down i want to you know discuss whatever well, he was mic'd up and later this and I didn't I have not watched this far, but I know this is what happened. But later he was mic'd up and he like forgot that he was and he ended up confessing to the murder. This guy would have fucking walked free if it hadn't been for this um, documentary about him. Oh, my God. Isn't that amazing? That's <laughs> pretty stupid. I know. I was like, I mean, for how, how smart Robert Durst is, he sure is an idiot, you know? And I was like, good wow. riddance. You deserve to be in prison because he murdered. It but wasn't he married just... multiple people, it sounds like, if he said he had a first wife. Yeah, so I think it sounded like he murdered like three murdered three people. By the way, that makes you a serial killer. Oh. Well, yeah, three people is Congratulations, Robert congrats, Durst. Bob Bob Durst. Entrant into the very exclusive <laughs> club of serial killers yes. that Lauren will eventually become obsessed with. <laughs> no. I've known about him for a while. There's no obsession there. Mark it down, folks. Two years from now, somebody very old and very attractive will play him in a movie and Lauren will become <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> I mean, if the shoe who, fans. Who, <laughs> who would you cast? Who would I cast as him? him? Yeah. He's like very... Well, I mean, Ryan Gosling played him, which yeah, does seem well, like wait, a narcissist w- move to have Ryan Gosling play you in a movie. Like a but way... Like, he's kind of like a small, slight guy. Um, Matt Lauer. <laughs> you know what? Yes. I saw him in person, and he's per- a small, slight guy. And also, he's a total awful person so perfect he fits the, he, no um that's a good question 
My first thought was Michael Shannon, but I don't think he'd fit the role. I don't know why. Like, I thought him, and then I was like, eh. Because, so as I was watching the Jinx, I was like, this guy has, like, demon eyes. Like, Supernatural, that show, you know, they had, like, the demon eyes, had, like, the black eyes. His eyes are, like, so black, and they're so hooded, which isn't necessarily his fault. But because they look that way, it's, like, extra creepy. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, they would, I think they would have to choose. I mean, he's, he's old now. He's, like, in his. What about Crispin Glover? 70, 80. Oh, maybe. I don't even know what the guy looks like, but I'm just picturing like um, shady I don't looking know. Yeah, He does. Types. I mean, he's like very like white hair. Like, I mean. Very white hair. Yeah, very white hair. <laughs> I'm going to show you a picture of him. Very white hair. <laughs> That's the casting call. <laughs> very white hair. Very white hair. You just need very eyes, white hair. Black Eyes, hooded black eyes. Oh, this is what he looks like now. Oh, geez. Oh, my gosh. You know who he looks like? Kind of like uh, Buster from Arrested Development. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) But like old, like elderly Buster. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm forgetting his name. Um, Barney Rubble. No, what's his name? um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Hold on. I have to look it up now. It's it's like an old. I always thought it was kind of like an old fashioned name. Tony Hale. What was I thinking? I don't Tony know. Hale. Tony Hale. Anyway, yeah. that's, that's who I That would, would be interesting. Um, I could kind of see that, actually. Mm. I think I think Tony Hale might be capable of something like that. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Jeez. I think right. I, I like Tony Hale. Everything I've seen him in, I've liked him in. So um, he usually plays characters like Buster. They're trying to kill baby Buster. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah, he like he just Robert Durst looks so like pale. Like he always looks kind of sickly, even Very though I don't white. think he is though because he like fucking like he had a neighbor and he like cut the guy up like and Jeez. threw the torso wow. in like the river or something. That's where I put all my torsos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I feel like behaving that way and doing that to people would kind of start to like kill you from the inside. Well, if you were ever alive on the inside to begin with, which I doubt that he was, because I think that he was rotting from the day he was born, you know? Yeah. yeah. Not like King Charles II of Spain or anything. Not like... Unfortunately. That wasn't his fault. It was just years and years of incest. So mm-hmm. when your family tree looks like just a pole, you yeah, got a real problem Those were there. the good old days. I actually was watching... I rewatched Gallivant, and um, the... The like lead female character that's like the love interest was getting married to her cousin, and she's like, "I don't want to marry my cousin. He's like so much younger than me." Blah blah. And the mother goes, "Honey, our family tree is straight up, no branches, because they're all like into marrying each other and everything." Yeah. And I was just like, "Oh, sounds like yeah. Ashley Wilkes to me." Ashley Wilkes. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Any so yeah, other do no. Chance? I'm good. Do your would you rather. Okay, I'm ready. It's not going to be as salacious as the one you did last week. Quite tame, actually. I love that word. Um, There's there's also another word that I really like. I can't remember. But anyway, go on. Well, let's think of it. It's maybe loquacious, but that's not it. Maybe. (laughs) It's maybe so one down, 15 million to to go. go. Uh, I'll think of it later. Okay, so this one is about watching movies. Lascivious, that's it. Oh, that's the word I like. Yeah, good. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I knew it started with an L. Oh, well, you were good. Thank you. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so would you rather? Okay, 
have access to every movie as soon as it comes out, the day it comes out, the day it's released, you have access to it at home, but you could never, ever see a movie in a theater again. You could only watch them at oh, home on the setup that you currently have. Like, there's yes. no, like, um, you can't, like, be like, well, I'll just build a theater at home. Like, you have to watch it on whatever TV, like a real life situation. Right. Or just have normal theater going experiences like you have now. Uh, normal theater going experiences mm-hmm. for sure. I love going to the movie theater. It's yeah. it's not just that I'm seeing a new movie. It's the atmosphere. It's going to a new like it's one of my favorite things to do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah, even like even if I go alone, it's still one of my favorite things to do. It's just the uh, yeah that no no. There's no way like sure that sounds great, but at the same time. I still haven't seen the last episode of Angel, and that show ended in, like, 2009, and I just, like, one of those people who just put things off forever until I'm, like, forced to do it, and then I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So if I had access to every movie as soon as it came out, I wouldn't end up watching them. I just I just know it. Wow, I just even know movies me. you really wanted to see? Oh, if I really wanted to see it, that'd be one thing, but the part of the thing is that when I'm home, I'm distracted. You know what I mean? Like, unless it's a movie for the podcast, if I'm just watching something, usually I'm doing something else at the same time. And that's why I like going to theater so much, because it's like, oh, just forced. It's yeah, it's like, uh, it takes all of the things that make my ADHD go like, you know, and it just makes me go, hey, you got to sit down, you got to watch the damn movie and I'll go, okay, no problem. And that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 <gasps> Yeah, that was my answer too. Like, yeah. I like going to the movie theater. I love it. Yeah, it's too. And some movies are like worth it on the big screen. You know. Oh like, yeah, they yeah. Lose a lot of their luster. Like on action small films screen. are always more fun on the big screen. Like I don't, I don't want to see Mission Impossible for the first time on a small screen. I want to see it on the fucking big screen. When's eighth coming out? Whatever that guy's name is, McQuarrie. Is that his name? Michael McQuarrie. Michael, what? is it? No, what are we not. talking about? The guy that directed it? McQuarrie? Is oh, that, that directed McQuarrie. Mission Impossible. Christopher McQuarrie, that's it. Just keep saying it. And I not, will, I don't will. answer my question. Just keep saying his name. <laughs> yes, the director. The director of Mission Impossible. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. I think he did the last I think he did the last 3. Oh, I think he did wow. Fallout, he did Rogue Nation and the other one. Ghost Protocol. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so you want to talk about the movie? Let's talk about the movie. <clears throat> All right, I'll give a little synopsis. A little synopsis. Oh, a little synopsis. A little synopsis for a four-hour movie. For a four-hour movie. So, um, <laughs> I just lost. It. <laughs> like the screen opens up with a <laughs> vast, flowing field of grain and corn. No, um, no. Uh, <laughs> that is actually. I started reading the book like when I was a teen. And the first hundred pages, as far as I remember, it was a very big book. It was about a thousand pages long. Oh my gosh. And the first hundred pages were like just describing how the way the wind looked through the grain. And I was like, I, I, it was like the, reading the fountainhead. I was like, like, I can't watching do this. the movie. The movie doesn't <laughs> properly start until maybe 15 minutes in because <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. like an overture and then yeah. just the longest scroll. Oh my God. I think like, like I, the, all the, uh, the people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then the credit 
credits yeah so the anyway. credits like moving the credits to the end of the movie was like the most genius thing that any whoever did that in hollywood like thank you whoever well, did that i really appreciate your contribution to i like i don't mind sitting through credits usually like for jurassic park it's really fun because it's like the, you hear the music and everything and but this movie particularly mm-hmm. just it was just yeah, they should have moved the credits to the end of the movie yeah. for, because there was just too much at the beginning. It was, it was. Yeah. I did like, um, so I have to give a description, but I'll say really quick. I did like that what they had was like at 12 Oaks, here are all these people that live like there. At Tara, this is, yeah. yeah. Like, and then this is so-and-so's daughter, this is so-and-so's whatever. You know, I thought that that was kind of cool mm-hmm. that they did that. Um, and I've never really seen anything like that in any other film Yeah, since, it so. definitely had like a, playbill sort of feel to yeah it. yeah mm-hmm. okay so um anyway so it's about this young woman named scarlett o'hara and the uh civil war is starting and so she is trying to survive through the civil war and return home to her family because they live in they, they all live in, in georgia, georgia. Yeah. but like where do you remember where tara is tara i'm not sure but I've, i know that she goes between Terra and Atlanta. Often. Right, right. So she's she's wherever. She's somewhere. She might be in between Atlanta and Savannah. We're not sure. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what Nobody it sounded knows. like. Let's just say that. Yeah. So anyway, so she goes to Atlanta for a bit and she's working and she's helping out these like uh soldiers that are, are very injured from the war. But her whole obsession and this whole thing that kind of like almost drives her is her and I would not call it love, but I would call it an obsession, as I said before, with Ashley Wilkes, who is the man who married Melanie, who's actually his cousin. But it seems like that's her whole driving force of this movie. So that seems like that is her. <laughs> whole I mean, driving pretty force. much, yeah. So that's pretty much what the film's about. And um, so I have to ask you, what did you think of the movie? Well. Lauren, this is the first time I've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my whole life, my I had an aunt who really loved loved Gone with the Wind and would, like collect Gone with the Wind things. And my whole life, people like have talked about Gone with the Wind being a great movie. And I never, ever, ever, ever knew how deplorable of a person Scarlett O'Hara was. I never yeah. knew that. I was so shocked. Yep. <laughs> She's terrible. She's a She's terrible a total character. narcissist. And I thought it was going to be this like epic love story, but it was quite nope. the opposite. And um, so I have mixed feelings about the movie. I actually like was kind of dreading it because it's four hours long. And um, the first hour and a half, I think that's about how long it is. Hour 40 minutes. That's when the intermission happens. I was on board like it it had my interest a lot like I wasn't even really looking at my phone I was kind of like where's the story That's going I felt about you too. know yeah. and then and then after the intermission when it became apparent that Scarlett was never going to grow up like she must have taken hard drugs as a because she was in a state of arrest development uh, yeah, her oh, whole yeah, life. Totally. Hey, that's and the name of the show. <laughs> she, she was never going to mature. She was never going to grow up. The story was going to just be the same rehashing for another, I don't know, three hours or something. Mm-hmm. And, and I started being like, why does everybody like this movie? And imagine the audacity of 
a story asking us to feel sorry for slave owners pining for the good old days. Yeah. Like, and I know. The thing is, I think that, because I think that people like to say the phrase product of its time about this movie, but I don't think that's the case. I think maybe for little things, which we'll get into, but the slavery issue and the Confederacy issue, I think that's more historical fact than historical fiction yeah, because yeah. if you recall two years ago, everybody and their brother having a shit fit about having to take down a Confederate flag and a Confederate statue from like all these Southern cities, like people still seem to glorify this genteel era. And it's like, yeah. it's one of the like biggest blind spots maybe in people's mind in people's minds because it's like all these white people in this movie just reminiscing about the days before the civil war i know and it's and i it's know so <clears throat> one-sided like yeah maybe your life was great you could sit on the porch and drink lemonade and talk to each other right but that's only because you had human you you owned humans yeah yeah and their lives were terrible because they were owned even if you were a quote-unquote good slave owner you still owned people and the fact that anyone (laughs) the fact that anyone would think of that time period as like oh if we could only get back to the days of grace and civility when we owned people like i know i know and the thing is about this movie is that it's not a movie that's forcing us to look at something that we might not want to look at. I the movie actually misses those days. It's not like a movie yeah, it like about, romanticizes slavery. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's not a movie about like this is how some people think. Like, isn't this scary that there are some people who right. feel this way, who feel like the South, like the old South is like this pinnacle? Isn't that scary? It's more like we just really miss those days and it's so strange it's really strange and i think it's as honestly it feels as relevant today as it it, it as does it probably did feel in the 30s except for the fact that when it was made uh people were still i mean people aren't treating black people great today but i mean it was even worse oh yeah when it was made and yeah. so i think it's um it's really weird and uh but I do also, apart from the slavery, I think there's some pretty weird themes in it. And I think that it's pretty overdramatic. Um, but there, I I can't say that I hated it. Okay. But I can't say that it was a movie where I was like, wow, finally, I saw this movie and I'm so glad I watched it. Like, it was way too long. Yes. Way, way, way too long. It was long. very long. And it was very just long. deplorable, like Scarlett O'Hara. And I knew the phrase, like, frankly, my my dear, I don't give a damn. Yeah. But I did not know in what context. So I actually, like, really liked that she, you know, he was, he yeah. left her at the end. I mean, he, he I wasn't mean, a great guy either at all by any means, but. Yeah, anyway. But I, so I don't know how, I, I don't know. I don't think I loved it. I don't think I hated it. Maybe I liked some of it. But overall, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. So how do you feel? <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me. So first thing I want to say is, um, as far as the like racist statues, that's something that I definitely think should be torn down. But I think that there should be a educational thing put in its place because we should not erase 
history and we should not ignore what happened. Well, I don't think it should be erased. I think they should go in museums because I think if you don't mind me saying this, I think a lot of people were saying at the time that, oh, we can't take them down for educational reasons. And I'm sorry, but I don't think any parent is taking their kids to the Deep South to a tour of government buildings and <laughs> yeah. giving them an education about the Civil War. They're just not. Right. People just, like, have this weird rose-colored glasses about it. Like, we don't, why don't we put up a statue of King George, then, if we're so excited about putting up statues about, you know, the losing side? Why don't we have a statue right. of King George? Right, You right. know, so... I think that they should definitely go into museums because then people who go to museums are there for historical purposes. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I don't think you're I wrong. I just don't think... I don't think taking them down would be erasing history. I think taking them down would be like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't um, build monuments to the side that... Well, yeah, you know? no, exactly. Yeah, you, we shouldn't build monuments to racism, essentially. Um, so, okay, so... To answer your question, if you ignore all the horrible slavery parts, overall, I say I do like this movie. Um, I was looking forward to watching it because I had seen him for a gun, but I was like 11 years old, so it's been a long ass time. Um, <clears throat> and I, I always remembered that Scarlet was just kind of a piece of shit wow yeah like i remembered my shock was i like, remembered being like um i remember as i was watching the movie being like oh yeah she's like because i even before i had watched this movie i was under the assumption that she was a narcissist and after i watched the movie i was like she is definitely a narcissist like when you were 11 you mean or oh now? no like kind of like i think i always kind of knew in oh, some sure. way i I, okay. I don't think i had I don't think I had the words for it, but I always knew that she was very like self-centered and conceited. I mean, the whole like the entire thing was about her hooking up with Ashley. Like, (laughs) and I have to say, okay, so there's something I want to tell you about this. So, um, (laughs) so I was watching the movie and my mom likes the movie or she's, she saw it a long ass time ago. So I don't know. She also thought she loved Legends of the Fall and then she rewatched that and she was like, oh, this is bad. And I was like, yeah, I told you, mom, I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So I don't know how she'll feel about the movie now, but she was, um, I was texting her about it and she said, oh yeah, you know, my sister, my, my oldest sister always thought that she looked like Vivian Lee and she could even do like the little like, you know, um, eyebrow thing. And um, I said, well, that kind of is her brand that she would associate herself with a narcissistic character. <laughs> and so, and so I was texting my mom again and I was like, I love Melanie. Melanie is like my heart and soul. I fucking love her. She's my favorite character. Like she every, like I, I just like, I love Melanie so much. She's so cute. She's like just the sweetest little angel ever. And I was like, I'm like, if your older sister is Scarlett, then you're Melanie. And yeah. she goes, so who who's the youngest one then? And I was like, and I paused for a second, and I went, she's the gossipy old lady. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, she said, who's my younger sister then? Yeah. And I said, she's the gossipy, gossipy old lady. Old she's not said, India. You went with her. Yeah. And she sent me like a little like hands prayer back, <laughs> and, like us laughing, <laughs> like crying, laughing, cry face. <laughs> and I was like, I guess she agreed with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that Melanie was, is the best and I think she's so to like sweet. her I mean oh yeah you know. I mean how can you not and she's like fulfilling the trope she dies just because she's pregnant like she just well, di- expires of pregnancy what is well, you know does she die 
because she's pregnant? Because I don't think they ever mentioned that she was pregnant again. I know that she was just getting really sick. No, like, she told, remember she told Rhett Butler that she was going to try having a baby again? Oh, that's right, and right. Then, and then, and so I assumed that, of course, this movie would make her just expire of pregnancy. Like, yeah. What, how'd she die? Pregnancy. You know, well, but I then mean, she it said on the Wikipedia, when I read the synopsis afterwards, it said that she, um, she was she was dying from complications of her pregnancy oh i mean because she nearly died when she had beau yeah you know so um, i would like them to go into the medical diagnosis of a uh why a nearly dying when you have a first baby means that you can't have more kids and i'm not saying i'm i'm saying i'm sure that's true but i just want them i want to know why and b why just being pregnant would cause her to just suddenly collapse and and die yeah that seems really like women are so weak yeah well and especially since we just watched an entire movie talking about how strong women are like we watched an entire movie talking about how strong scarlet is yes truth truth but i would say melanie is also a very strong woman oh big time oh i think so too yeah stronger than scarlet but i mean for definitely a better person anyway but um i mean if we're so if we're gonna talk about that i was like so they i feel like did not have to have melanie die in order for because it seemed to me like the only reason that she did die was for Rhett to witness ashley and scarlet like being all intimate together but like and i was like it was like scarlet being away intimate with ashley yeah like she like literally walks out of his wife's death room and she's like ashley i know you've been thinking about us so like what do you think says, should we get together and he's like me, i'm ah, so scared I know. and i was like in front of your husband <laughs> i know i know and and listen i wouldn't i don't think i'd ever want to find comfort in Rhett butler's arms but maybe Rhett would treat me differently than he treated scarlet you know because he like i, I don't know i i i <laughs> i don't have a lot of good feelings towards that character i think he's a very he's not a good guy right he's I, not yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um okay so let's see i have notes here well so i want to talk about i i think we should talk about ashley and scarlet because i think that's the driving force of most of the movie so scarlet finds out that ashley is going to marry his cousin and she immediately gets pissed because she's like he's in love with me and so she confronts him and he's like what I'm marrying Mary Melanie and that's that you know Mm -hmm. and then she just holds a candle for him the entire movie yeah which I did not understand it's like if like it's it's like if your friend has a crush on somebody that has no intention of liking her back and you tell them over and over again this it's never gonna well, happen he even and did then too he told her yeah and in like at the end of the movie she's like well why didn't you tell me sooner that you didn't care for me and i was <laughs> like i was literally Scarlet, i was yelling at the movie multiple times that he was also he stayed married to his wife <laughs> yeah he never <clears throat> like they kissed once because she kept continually throwing herself at him yeah and every time he would be like we mustn't we mustn't and and then they like embraced when they were both reminiscing about the good old days of slavery and and then and then yeah like she comes out of melanie's death room deathbed room and she's like hold me i'm scared well her husband like well Rhett is standing there like literally five and, he's like cool Rhett, i'm just all right i so, guess i'll just go and hang out with our oh no the kid's dead that's right yeah <laughs> Rhett. so Rhett 
knew she was in love with ashley but he was Mm -hmm. like i think we should get married because we have a lot in common and he i think he thought that she would fall in love with him but like how do you i get married like the only woman that kept turning him away and for him that was like he liked her yeah that was the pursuit of it but how do you she she got married three times Mm -hmm. in that movie and the first two were like just really like her being a really shitty person yeah but then she got married <laughs> yeah. to Rhett and they had like this common ground of both wanting money and both liking money both being shitty people and then they have a baby together and how do you like build a life like that with somebody and the things that they showed on screen they got along how do you do that and still have the same level of passion for a crush yeah who's married with a child to somebody else and it's that you had at the beginning years. it's been probably 10 years oh easily and easily so i i don't understand like it's it's so pathetic and hard to watch it is and she's such a terrible character and it's such a weird storyline that why like why is she so clueless what is wrong with her right i think it's okay so i have a couple thoughts first of all i think it's very interesting that you went into this thinking that this was like a romantic film because it's definitely not um and two so i don't know if you picked up on this but the kid bonnie right in the b when she first has bonnie she someone says it might have been mammy says like oh she wants to name her eugenia victoria and i was like okay i'm actually pretty sure that that is one of queen victoria's kids name name of her kids um i i could be wrong about that but i remember like she a lot of her kids have like either alfred's name or her name in them you know so anyway but um not Alfred, Albert. Albert. <laughs> My bad. So, so then he like is hold. So Rat's holding her. Rat's holding Bonnie, and he's like, "Oh, Bonnie Blue, that's her name." And I'm like, "Okay, so I guess Victoria, Eugenia Victoria, is just like completely off the table. We're not even going to discuss that there was a name fucking picked out for her." But we'll I just thought that was a nickname. I thought they named thought her Bonnie- Eugenia, but her Bonnie Blue is her nickname. That's what I thought so too. But then they kept calling her Bonnie, so I thought maybe they just use that like oh, i just thought it was a nickname that's like a, i don't know that's a good point yeah I'm not it, sure it what seemed the name like maybe was. like bonnie blue is a is a pretty cute name um but i don't know i i really loved how in love he was with his daughter that was the cutest thing ever like he really cared about his kid and okay so we're getting totally ahead of ourselves um so um okay so so we open we open up with like Scarlett and she's with those two guys. One of them was George Reeves, by the way, who played Superman. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's like flirting with him. I thought that they were twins <laughs> at first. Yeah, they looked like they were brothers. Like, like they, they were brothers. They're yeah, the they were brothers. Name, yeah, but yeah. Um, but like whoever did that casting of that did a really good job <laughs> because I was like, I was like, are they twins? I'm like, I don't think so but maybe um and so she's very flirtatious and everything and she's like and i like i mean i can i can understand men's attraction and uh 
like desire to want to be with Scarlett O'Hare because she's kind of like a wild bird, you know, like you can't capture her. She's she's gone with the wind. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and and also so then she's got this like long-term obsession with Ashley Wilkes, but he's marrying his cousin because that's like the tradition of the Wilkes, which is like ew gross. Um but it seems to me and I wrote this down that the only reason and I, I thought that was int- I didn't know her name was Sk- Katie Scarlett O'Hara. I thought I was like, oh, okay. Um, that Scarlett really only wants Ashley because she cannot have him, and that seems to be like the ongoing theme throughout this entire yeah, movie. Because he loves somebody else. And yeah. Not, yeah, and she has this like weird hatred for Melanie, and I cannot understand how anyone, even if you're in love with her husband, can hate this woman because she is literally an angel. I think that she was created by God. He put her on this earth, and he went. You you do good because you're a darling, perfect little angel puff. And that's what she did because she's perfect and I love her so much. I do think <laughs> I it's cried when she died. I was like, well, like tears streaming down my face crying. It's <laughs> crazy that Scarlett and Scarlett and Melanie spend the, like the last part of Melanie's life together. Yeah. Like and they're spending friends, each other like well, years and years. Yeah. They, they live like Melanie uh, from Melanie perspe- Melanie's perspective it's like their best friend but from yeah. Scarlett's perspective she just wants to get with Ashley. Yeah. So she's fake friends with Melanie and then and then even at the end like when she was sad about Melanie dying I was like she should be more sad about her behavior because yeah. she was not a very good friend to Melanie but she was at the same time because she like obviously helped her deliver the baby and saved her life and everything but the yeah, whole but time more out of obligation yeah, like than the you whole know, time yeah. she just wanted to get with melanie's husband and that's so crazy to me and then uh and melanie who i really wanted a scene like there was a scene when melanie and rhett were talking and and rhett was saying you know like she doesn't even love me i'm not the one that she loved if you only knew and i really wanted i was like if this movie was made today they would have melanie be like look i know she's in love with ashley but ashley and i have something that ashley and her will never have and she just has to you know like there would be some acknowledgement from melanie because like as it was, I was like, Melanie cannot be ignorant of this situation. Yeah. Like, she she has to realize that Scarlett is in love with Ashley because Melanie is very good and very smart, but yeah. they never had her acknowledge it, except for the fact that she stood by Scarlett's side when India was trying to spread the rumors about her and, like, her behavior with Ashley. But, mm-hmm. but I really wanted a scene where Melanie was like, I know, I know scarlet's motives i know but she's my friend anyway but we never got that and um i think that is just like a missed opportunity because i yeah. I, I think <laughs> like poor melanie who has to deal with this conniving woman always trying to get with a man i saw I know. I know you i know you know who this is you know elise myers she makes like like um why does that name sound so she familiar? makes like tiktoks and instagram stories about like yeah, crazy yeah. stories of her life well she made she's a, like dark brown hair yeah. brown eyes mm-hmm. yeah she she has this one video that shelby my sister sent to me and it's like uh she's holding a laptop and she's like i'm gonna watch uh what was it she's like i'm watching twilight in my bed unironically and i was like okay you call me out shelby that's me all right i get it <laughs> well she has a video where she talks about um 
she talks about this date with a guy like there was a guy that she liked and and he would sort of like reel her in and then push her away for years and years and she let him do it and and at the end of the video Mm -hmm. and she told this this story about a situation that happened with him and when she realized that you know he he didn't ever have any intention of dating her she said you know like the first time someone shows you that they don't want you around believe it because they mean it oh yeah and that like that was i thought that was like really wise saying because every person i feel like everybody every person on the planet is guilty of of delusion at some point in their lives about another person well you know what you like the 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 acknowledgement of that painful idea that someone does not feel the same way about you is really painful it's hard. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard. difficult yeah. it's 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 that's so you why i deny it that's why right. people stay on the hook that's why all of us have at some point in our lives been in a situation oh, where for sure somebody yeah. obviously isn't interested in us in that way but we just don't mm-hmm. want to let it go anyway scarlet just needed someone to like slap her and be like he literally does not want to be with you like right, if, right. if a man like if he's marrying somebody else, he does not want to be with you. Like men, yeah. Like men are. It's not uh, like, like he's forced into it. He has the choice to choose his wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he's like a, it's tradition, he's a, but I'm sure he's that, an adult yeah. person who is mentally able. Mm-hmm. And this goes about all generations. Doesn't matter if it's the 1860s or the 2020s. People can choose who they want to be with, and if they are not choosing to be with you then they literally don't like they don't want to be with you and i think that we get into this romanticized method where we're like well he just doesn't know his own heart it's like well if you think you know your own heart then you have to just believe that everyone else is the same faculty of mind as you and they just don't want to be with you you know and and this movie is like they should maybe show it to i don't know sex ed classes as a cautionary tale of like you're gonna you could waste your life right if you live in this delusion and don't get mad at friends who tell you the truth because um yeah <laughs> you know i've I, had friends get mad at me when i've tried to tell them and i've gotten mad at friends i'm not innocent like every human being has suffered under this like crush delusion right. at some point right. in oh, their yeah. lives no for sure me but too. scarlett me o'hara too, yeah has the unfortunate situation of struggling with this her whole life. And it's so pathetic. It's for like a day. Yeah. So I just to build on what you had said about if someone pushes you away the first time, like believe them. There's also the saying of if someone tells you who they are, believe them because I've had people who are like, listen, I'm kind of a piece of crap. I'm blah, blah, blah. You know, (laughs) like say that. Oh, no. I mean, like, I yeah, I've, I've had someone who was like, listen, I'm like, I'm this and this and that. And then later, they proved to be that person mm-hmm. and I was like okay so what they were saying the whole time was the truth but it's you know you don't want to necessarily believe that you want to believe like oh I care about you or I'm attracted to you or whatever so you want to think that they're a good person but yeah with, with Scarlett and everything first of all she's going like what What do you mean you don't want to be with me and I was like bitch he fucking told you in the beginning Yeah, he did not want like from the beginning from the moment we are introduced to Ashley Wilkes he's like girl I am not into you okay (laughs) and she's like but I'm so hot and beautiful and he's like I know I'm not blind okay like I know you're very attractive but I love Melanie and she's just like okay well obviously you don't because I'm far more beautiful and greater and smarter and just better at everything than her so you know like yeah like a narcissist thinks and Ashley's like cool you can go on thinking that way we're done and she's just like 
we're not done. And then, and then she marries. <laughs> we're never done. Yeah, yeah. And then we're she done marries. When I say we're done. <laughs> she marries Melanie's brother, who's kind no, of no, a dweeb. She marries. Oh yeah, was well, his brother? I thought it was Char- I th- Charles. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was Ashley's brother. I think Charles is Ashley's brother. No, he had the same. He had the last name Hamilton. He didn't have the last name. Oh Wilkes. shit! That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. So right. 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 She marries this dweeby brother he, who, who reminded me of um, Gene Wilder. Yeah, yeah the same <laughs> like, like hair. Gene Wilder. So she marries him on a whim just to make Ashley jealous, and it's like I don't know what to tell you, but Ashley, <laughs> Ashley couldn't care. Like you could marry he a tree, and he wouldn't care. Way. Like, like that's the thing. You can't do any. If someone doesn't want you, you can't do something to make them angry because they already don't want you. If right. anything, like if said- anything, Ashley was like, "Oh, thank God, she's gonna leave me alone because right, she's right, married to someone right, else." Right. Like I know. Like he, he's genuinely like going to her and being like, "Congratulations on your wedding," and she's like, "I never wanted to marry him. I wanted to marry Isn't you." It, and like, he's like, <laughs> he's like "Okay." Weird to think about. Like Scarlet seems. Like an asexual character to me in the beginning, because it's like weird to think about her. Just like if you think about the Civil War time, yeah, and like women's behavior, she was definitely a virgin when she got married. So oh, yeah, she was sixteen. Was, she was. I wondered how old yeah, she was supposed to be because I looked it up. So she was sixteen, and Rhett was thirty three to thirty two, oh, thirty two to thirty three. And I was funny because I was as I was watching it, I was like damn he is a rough 32 <laughs> like yeah he is, he like was, he yeah like i was like i don't know if it's like a B- booze and cigarettes 1930s yeah. thing and everyone just looked like because he looked like he was late like mid 40s you know what i Wait, mean in real life he was 32 no in the movie he was 32 but in the in uh, the character is 32 but in the actor was like 38 so really? he wasn't that, oh, wow. much that much older yeah because yeah. he died at the age 59 he died pretty young oh really yeah so he like actually has an interesting story he like fought during world war ii because his wife carol lombard carol lombardi is it lombardi lombard okay yeah so she wanted him to fight she had like died in a plane crash and she wanted him to fight wait <laughs> so her dying wish was like fight in the war i guess so according to drunk history <laughs> That seems weird. Josh Hartnett plays him in Drunk History. And I was like, yes, I approve of this message. <laughs> I don't know if I would want my husband. Like, honestly, I don't care about Valor. I would yeah. rather have my husband and I hide in a bunker than I send know. him off to war. <laughs> Dude, I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like, listen, I know you want to like, it's like, um, it's like the King's man. You know how like Conrad, the son wanted to go like die for his co- fight for his country. And then he gets there and he's like, my dad said it was really bad. And I didn't realize how bad it is. And I was like, well, maybe because you're fucking like 19 years old and your father's actually been through war and has witnessed how terrible it is. But sure, go ahead and get killed. Whatever. It's anyway, weird. It's so yeah. weird. So well, weird. And the guys were like <laughs> that in this movie. They were like, oh, we're going to go fight those Yankees. And I was like, you should yeah. be so excited because uh you're probably oh, gonna get note about pretty that. badly injured and or dead and uh and mike and i recently watched uh the new german movie all quiet on the western front mm-hmm. and um there was a lot of that at the beginning of the movie too where it's just like young boys really excited yeah, to well, go it's to like the legends of the fall like ha- henry yeah. and it's what's, like what's his last name's character henry thomas henry thomas's character it's, was like i feel like I there's this weird fight, father <laughs> I feel like He's maybe not British. I feel almost in this scenario. <laughs> nowadays that sort of 
like uh, <clears throat> jingoism for your country, I feel like it would be hard to muster up stuff like that because I yeah. maybe the world is too small in a good way where people are like, wait a second, we're I like don't much go more aware of yeah. Why do I want to go die for a country? Like I'm dead. Who cares? Well, like and also and, the amount of times that the United States has screwed over its own citizens is like unbelievable. You know, like well, I, I mean, mean from serialization of the oh, actually, it's funny because I and I I don't care. You can leave this in. Um, so I went to get like my IUD checked at the, um, sorry, <laughs> the gynecology place. No, this is actually the gynecology place. The gynecology place. What is was it, it called? Like in a strip mall? The doctor's yes, it was, office? It was called the gynecology place. <laughs> Inc. <laughs> I'm leaving this in. You should. Per my no, warning, so- <laughs> per my warning last week. <laughs> no, so I went to the hospital um, to see my doctor t- for my gynecologist. And <clears throat> was it a gynecologist? It I think a- we should say that word. I'm a woman and I find that word uncomfortable. So I don't so, know what that says to, about so, me. <laughs> um, so she, so I am not a person that wants children. So I'm looking into, you know, different methods of birth control, whatever, blah, blah. So she had me sign something about like sterilization. And I had asked her a question i was like it was like basically the whole thing was like um if you sign this you don't like you don't have to go through with it you can back out at any point like it was it was just reiterating that over and over again and so i said to her i was like is this because of the forced sterilization of native americans and in the united states and she was like i didn't even know that was a thing but she she's like well yeah because it happened to to black women as well um they would like i mean but there was a lot of Native American women that were for, forcibly sterilized. They'd go in for like just regular oh, wow. um, surgery or whatever, like gallbladder surgery or something. And then bloop, yep, they'd take out. Yeah. I mean, not take it out, but you know, sterilize them. So wow. Like yeah. Tie was, their tubes or something. Yeah. <clears throat> it was really nasty. And I thought that that was just interesting, but anyway, so we were, we were talking about that, but um, I, that kind of went off the rails, but I did have a, did it? it did a little bit. <laughs> So I did have something that I wrote down because they like it seems like the women were all sitting around and they were like almost blaming these men for like going off like, oh, why did they have to do that? They went off and they fought the war. So I was like, okay, okay. So (laughs) I had to know, was conscription a thing? And it was, wait, okay, when did, hold on. Hey, Google. When was the Civil War? 1860 to 1865. Was it? Okay. Why don't you check me? <laughs> Go ahead. Started on Friday, April 12, 1861, and ended on Eight- April 9th, 1865. Okay, good. You know your history. I was just testing you. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. 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 No, so um, I looked this up, and this is according to Senate.gov. Senator Henry Wilson, chairman of the Committee on Military Affairs, sponsored the Conscription Act of 1863, which established the first national draft system and required registration by every male citizen and immigrant who applied for citizenship between the ages of 20 and 45. So they're blaming all these soldiers for leaving, but they were literally like, I mean, like kind of halfway through the war, were like forced to go into the war, essentially, more or less. So it's like, I was like, you guys are blaming them, but like, they had to. This was their duty for, like, as a you know citizen of the United States. Now, as we were saying before, I don't agree with that. I think conscription, like, if you want to go and you want to die for a country, by all means, that is your life or your death, whatever. 
but forcing people, men, really, I mean, it's men, to go into war to die for their country is like, <sighs> come on. Well, I mean, when I die for my country, fuck no. Get into the morals of. Um, African American men who went to war in World War Two, but they, you know, they could die for their country, but they couldn't even eat in certain restaurants. Oh yeah, or, you yeah. know what I mean. Well, and there is there is um, you know, African American men that were fighting for the Confederacy. You know, it's mm-hmm. like they were fighting for their lack of freedom. That's I can't. I mean, the, I cannot even imagine the amount of like brainwashing that had to go into convincing someone that like you have to fight for your like non-rights essentially i mean if you're born into slavery and that's all you know that's true i'm not saying i'm not trying to imply that they're stupid i'm just implying like it's not like if you have a 20 year old man who was born into slavery it's it's not like he had freedom and he knows what freedom is like that's true he wants to fight to get that freedom back it's it's really sad you know i mean it's the same idea i'm just saying like it's 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 just you know it's it's sad it's well it's it's the same idea as someone who grows up in, in like an abusive household and that's all they know yeah you know i mean mm-hmm. that's all they know why would the and then and i was reading something where this kid was talking about how he like went to his friend's house and the dad came home and there was like seven kids there and all the kids were crowding around the dad and they were like dad you're home we love you you know blah blah and he's like helping one with their homework and like holding one on his lap and this kid was like these like my fa- my friends don't run and hide when their dad comes home and he's like this is a healthy happy family like i've never experienced that like to him he was like astounded that that was a thing and i was like you poor baby like you baby like you're like 12 years old and like oh that's just it's so heartbreaking yeah, it's really sad. you know um but okay so let's see what else okay i had a question for you so the um the slattery wilkerson thing then they came back later remember like they got married do you remember like slattery was like the white trash and they kept calling her white trash oh yeah yeah the the overseer the the overseer had sex with like a loose woman i guess yeah (laughs) who had a reputation Yeah. yeah yeah and so i was wondering do you think that the child was born stillborn? Sounds like it. Okay, yeah. Well, like, I mean, or it sounds like it was born and then died really soon after. Yeah, or birth. something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because I was. I do you think that like she had Mr. O'Hara let him go because he was like sleeping with white trash or got her impregnated out of yeah, wedlock or something? So. I think because he got her impregnated out of wedlock, like you know. I think so because she was super religious because she would like force the kids. She was super Catholic. So I think that, um, you know, yeah, she was like, no, just random sex outside of marriage and having uh, children out of wedlock. I think she really (laughs) wouldn't like. Yeah, I can. I can understand it if you're like, yeah, if you're. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, Let's see. Um so okay so there's that scene where melanie gives away her wedding ring i like i'm like i'm like i remember even as a kid liking melanie and thinking that she was really beautiful and that still holds true she's so kind and compassionate she sees the good in everyone even when she definitely shouldn't i wrote that down because i was like i just love melanie so much (laughs) she is really she is a really beautiful woman she is yeah Mm -hmm. and she gives her wedding ring away and then so 
By this time, Scarlet has lost, has, Charles has died. Yeah. So, I like the, the letter that she receives. It's like, <laughs> even though he didn't die honorably on the battlefield, but he's rather of brave. pneumonia, he's still brave. And yes. I was like, of course the dweeb would die of pneumonia. I know. And he was, he was so like, like he was very cute and he was very eager and he was like, oh, Scarlet, I get to marry you. Like he was really excited about it. But you could just tell he was just a naive little pawn in her game. Of, oh, you big know? time. Like, yeah. I mean, and, uh, and then and even she was so g- pissed that she had to wear black. She had to be in mourning oh, when yeah, she didn't yeah, even yeah, care yeah. that he was dead. They're like, oh, how are you dealing? And she's like, I have to wear this horrid black dress and I'm in mourning and I hate it. And I was like, okay, well, a guy lost his life, but let's think about you, Scarlett. Like, poor you. Yeah, poor uh, you. Poor like, you. Like, he died in a really horrible way of pneumonia. Like, I've had pneumonia and it's not fun. I can tell you that. It is not a fucking walk in the park and it definitely can kill you. That's what took um, uh, Bernie Mac. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he died of pneumonia. And actually, I think, well, I mean, it was complications from AIDS, but I think that Freddie Mercury had pneumonia, too, and that's what Oh, okay. It, yeah, so it's, obviously, it's a little different when you have AIDS and, the, you know, it's attacking your white blood cells, but you get what I'm trying to say. Either way, pneumonia, not good, really bad. You know, actually, I had a teacher that had pneumonia, and he lost 80% of his hearing. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's nasty. It's a nasty, nasty, nasty thing. Um, so... So like yeah, and like the the wedding, uh, Scarlett's wedding to Charles. She it looks like she's about to like die. She's so miserable. Like she's just like, yeah, and of course so you know Ashley's like I'm just off making love with my beautiful wife, and he, she's like Ashley, why are you not paying attention to me? <laughs> you know, I was shocked that her parents let her marry that guy. Literally. Like her dad seemed to know that his daughter was like a spitfire, and mm-hmm. they seemed to have this connection. And so I was shocked that her parents were it was, that she, he he the Charles was like, "I'll go talk to your parents now." I was shocked that there wasn't a scene where her parents were like, "Do you really want to marry him, Scarlet?" It's like, what is <laughs> what is with this? Like everybody in the county indulges Scarlet, even her parents yeah. indulge her to marry somebody that she doesn't even care about, and. Her mom wasn't stupid. Neither was no, her dad. They I know. couldn't tell. And and I think that this movie They just let her this, do whatever she this wanted. This movie did something that I that has always bothered me when I see it. And it's this movie made it seem like men are just stupid and they don't mind that a woman is mean as long as she's beautiful because all the men just they uh, none of the women in the movie were ugly but all the men would just like totally forget about the females that they were like connected with because they were they were like essentially 1850s dating these yeah, uh, you know yeah. and every and like her sister she would like try to steal her sister's boyfriend or india's boyfriend and 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 they were all just like <laughs> who's my girlfriend i don't even remember and it's I know. like I know. Every man in this movie was just like head over heels and and just would drop everything for Scarlett except for Ashley, which, like you said, I think was the reason she liked him. But I was like, men can't possibly be like that because nothing would ever get done. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) so you're suggesting like you think think that that men, you think every man, a man that was dating you, let's talk about, let's say that there's a guy that's dating you and you guys are in love. You think if someone like Scarlett came around, he would drop you and that would be somebody you would want to date? 
No, I mean, definitely not. I think I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that there's all these men who are just losing their minds over her. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely wouldn't want to like, no, I'd be like, okay, go and have fun with Scarlet then. Let's see how she ruins your life later. And then you can call me back and see how things are going. I mean, I'm not going to take you back. But you know, good luck. I just I think that that's <laughs> so weird. And I don't feel that way. I feel like that's the equivalent of like women dropping someone because of a, a handsome guy gives them attention like yeah well i i at the think end of the day there there's more to people than just like oh i'm, I'm a i'm a i'm gonna float on the whiff of your perfume like a cartoon character you know what i mean <laughs> and this movie made it look like all the guys were just like daft in the head for I, scarlet I don't know. Hold on. Let me. She was texting. so mean. My mom's texting me. Oh. Hi, Leslie. So, yeah. So, I just, I don't know. I found it to be a little bit ridiculous that just because she's one beautiful woman in a sea of many beautiful women, and she's very unpleasant. And she I is, like yeah. to believe that, like, men after a while would be like, okay, Scarlet is style over substance. You know what I mean? Yeah, Especially time. if you have a girlfriend already. Like, I mean, none of them... It wasn't like these men were just, like, floating around in the universe. They had women in their lives, but they were right. just like, oh, I'll just totally forget about my woman because my woman because scarlet wants to sit with me at this barbecue it's so weird yeah and yeah. i'm like what is this what am i watching and i and i i found that to be a little bit disgusting it is it is disgusting so i i want to ask you a question did you notice at the charity event that scarlet goes to in atlanta the one where melanie gives away her wedding wedding ring that there was a picture of lincoln before he grew his beard no <laughs> i didn't i took a picture of it hold on I'll show you because I knew I had a feeling that you were going to miss it and I wanted to take a picture to show you. Why would they have a picture of Lincoln? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Why would they? Didn't they secede? Why would there be a picture of Lincoln? The Civil War know. was going on. They had a different president, didn't they? I don't think so. Did they? Yeah. I thought that when they seceded, they had, well, it wasn't like a president, but it was like a figurehead like a president. <laughs> I, I should crazy? know. I, I honestly I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure either, but I thought they did. Am I cra am I going crazy? Am I taking am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> um so I also wanted to mention that so Rhett is a blockade runner and um apparently that's also a reference to Star Wars. I had no idea because I looked it up and they were like blockade runner Star Wars and I was like, "Ew, no." <laughs> like that's not what I meant. <laughs> I feel like if anything Star Wars is a reference to Gone with the Wind. <laughs> If it's what? What is it? I said, if anything's a reference, Star Wars would be a reference to Gone with the Wind. Right. Not the other way around. No, I'm not saying it was you a reference. Said it was a reference of, to Star Wars. No, no, no. Hold on. I have to, I have to fix my hair. Like oh, fix your hair, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying that the term blockade runner is also something that's in star wars not oh. not a reference to it but it was so it was like because i was like looking up i'm like what is what was a blockade runner and it was like blockade runner star wars and i was like excuse me no and i was looking up like and then i wrote blockade runner confederacy <laughs> and then that came up so the confederate war effort relied on a bravery of blockade runners which was a small group of sailors who sailed goods in and out of southern seaports under the guns of northern ships. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Because so, of the blockade. Yeah. Oh, so that's why I guess he made. I'm so a, why did he run away and join the war? Like he had to like clear his conscience and join I the war. I he don't was know. Helping the war effort. What's the? I don't. Maybe. I don't know. Like I, I don't. Yeah. It, it seems like Scarlet. I have to go fight because I want to feel like I made the right decisions. He's here like, at the I end. have to come back. Look like I've aged ten years, even though I'm only thirty four <laughs> years old. <laughs> I love the like transatlantic accents. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um Melanie's was the best. Oh, I know. She's yeah, ugh, she's she's pure elegance. She is like everything to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I fucking love Melanie. Like I I as I it's just so funny as I was watching the movie because I always kind of liked Scarlett and like the like she's like the original psycho hot girl. I love you and know Vivian I love Lee, myself a psycho like, hot girl. Vivian Lee is a fantastic actress. Like oh, she had yeah, for nuanced sure. facial expressions and like when she saw saw the like destruction at her home at Tara her lip like quivered and I was like you can't deny that she's a fantastic oh, actress yeah. and she played that part really well she but, did so she anyway did, yeah. she's she is the original, original like hot psycho yeah she's the original That's hot psycho and I yeah. love a hot psycho girl so what can I say but I just like oh my gosh it's a whole different take on like is if it I watched the movie being like this is the origin of the hot psycho maybe right? I would have appreciated it it's like there like there's like the hot psycho and then the other end of the spectrum is the manic pixie dream girl <laughs> well, I mean, and never the two shall collide. Yeah. Anyway, I keep interrupting you. No, I so um so I what was I gonna say? Sh- oh shit, I totally lost what I was gonna say. That was my fault. I'm no, sorry. it's okay. Um but we were talking about the blockade running. Yeah, oh well so anyway, so after yeah, so I was gonna say so Rhett returns Melanie's ring, which I thought was very sweet of him to do that. But then Scarlett's like, Well, he didn't say anything about my ring and then it's like at the bottom he's like, Oh PS, I also put in Scarlett's ring and, and I was just like like Melanie Melanie giving away her ring was like it looked like she was giving away part of her soul. Like she was devastated over it. Whereas where Scarlett's like, Oh, she's giving away her ring. Well, I don't wanna look bad, so I should probably give away my tune. But she clearly did not give a shit about her wedding ring at all. Well, until yeah. until it wasn't about her. Until Melanie, yeah. Well, yeah. Melanie was like, "I want to help the war effort because my husband's in the war." Yeah, and Scarlett is just like, "Oh, okay, I guess I'll help the war effort too." <laughs> She's like, "Oh, and well, uh, if you're doing it." <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think that it's interesting that so many times, like Scarlett would be so selfish about things. She'd be like nobody ever cares about me <laughs> like oh everyone's so upset oh melanie this melanie I that know. what about uh, all me? these people are dying but no one's looking at scarlett o'hara going yeah. darling are you all right and yeah then, exactly like what about me so did you appreciate the uh the whole like will scarlett o'hara thing from robin hood men in tights more now that you've seen well, the movie <laughs> no, i knew what the reference was i mean i knew who scarlett well, yeah, o'hara yeah, was yeah, right. and i knew like the georgia so yeah <laughs> but We're i like georgia that, what part Wait, of George are you from? South Central? Central? <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. So, okay. Uh, this, do you think... Okay, so um, so Belle Watling. Was she like a lady of the night? Big time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, loved her. Could have watched an entire movie about Belle. She yeah. was really cool. She was cool. Like, and she was like... So she was like a lady of the night. She was like a high class escort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she seemed to have... Like, she seemed like one of those people where I was like... I mean, 
like Belle's uh, Belle's house is where the party's at. You know what I mean? Yeah, like she time. She well, and literally you see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Rhett Butler's hanging out with all these like you know he's hanging out with all the all the hookers and whatever. But I also like I I really liked that aspect of like that kind of like the dirtier, more trashier side of like society. And I was like I could learn like I could watch another four-hour movie just about Belle and her struggles because she was such an interesting character. And they didn't get into her much, which I think is probably a product of its time. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I mean, this is a book, so we have to remember that it's probably, I'm assuming, following the book. I never finished the book. I never will. It's way too long. I can't. I just, my brain can't do it. Um, but, um, like, he... <sighs> I don't know. She just, I just, I kind of like that he was like wrapped up in that world, but he still, the thing is like, that's such, that's such the amount of like hypocriticism in that. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Hypocriticism. You know what? It's, it doesn't matter. Doesn't it? It doesn't, it does not. It does not. <laughs> like, I think it does hypo- not. The, ho- the hypocrisy. Of like, so Rhett's going and he's hooking up with all these these women. He's hooking up with hookers. And he's hooking up with hookers. You're assuming. I'm. I mean, I'm assuming because he, he says, definitely like, slept with Belle. I mean, for oh, sure, for sure. And, and I think she had feelings for him. He's too. definitely slept with a bunch of women. Oh yeah. I don't know if they were all hookers, but he's definitely been around the block. Well, he yeah, and he says at one point he says he. He gives them gifts expecting something in return. Oh, big time. But he does not want to marry them. He says, actually, I wrote it down when he said, he says, um, yeah, he says he doesn't want to marry them knowing that that ruins them. I was like, okay. So, like, so everyone's, like, totally fine with Rhett hooking up with all these women who have hooked up with a bunch of other guys, supposedly, and, like, probably really dirty, really, really, really dirty, dirty men. Um, and I mean, like, physically dirty, like, or maybe, like, STD-ily dirty. <laughs> but, but everyone look like won't even accept Belle's money when she's trying to help the war effort and they're like the age yeah like we'll let Rhett hang out with all of us high high society members but god forbid we accept twenty dollars from like and it probably it was probably like hundreds of dollars too because it seemed to me like Belle was a very generous person she seemed very wealthy she was probably really good at her job oh yeah like she was living uh, in like not was she living New Orleans? No. No. When I think it was Atlanta. Yeah, so she's living in Atlanta. She's living in a nice like apartment. It looked gorgeous. I mean, it was like really lavish. The she had her own care. She had her own fucking person taking her around town. Like she had a chauffeur. Well, I thought that Scarlett was said that Belle was in Rhett's carriage. Oh, maybe, but I mean, but, it, we see her several times yeah, throughout the movie that's in true. a carriage. She did have a carriage yeah. later. Yeah, I mean, that's the age-old thing, you know. Like that's we talked about that recently. It's the boys will be boys thing, where mm-hmm. everyone is very forgiving of men who sleep around, but God forbid a woman uh, has sex. Yeah, and uh, also, yeah, like it's men can visit prostitutes but the prostitutes are dirty yeah right but the men who visit a prostitute is just well boys will be boys so it's, yeah it's, i mean that's, it's insane. that's since the beginning of time i feel like it's it's it is yeah. i mean and it's still it's the still double is standard like, is. it really is um 
Oh, so you know what? I had um, that scene where they amputate the guy's leg. Oh, yeah. I... Kind, I for, kind of forgot about it and then as I watched it it like brought back the memories because I remember feeling like disturbed about that when I'd seen it as a kid I'm like now I'm like they didn't even show the blood whatever that's nothing <laughs> like, it was like, I mean the difference between me like because it like really freaked me out as a kid I was like oh my god they did that without you know like anesthetic but they didn't really have that so they didn't have chloroform as he said um and and I remember as a kid actually getting into reading about amputations during the Civil War. And it was gruesome. I don't remember much, but I remember it being very gruesome. And I remember reading that they had often had to do that without any sort of pain relief because they just didn't have it available. So pretty terrible yeah so like as this point was leading up to, to that point i was like oh that's right she witnesses it i thought i thought that you actually saw the amputation i did not oh, remember that you didn't see it, it yeah wow. yeah that's interesting and um i mean because i i think her reaction to seeing the amputation then running out and being like fuck this shit i'm, I'm out of here was totally understandable yeah yeah no, big time and especially since that guy was screaming he's like begging them no don't do it you know don't but like what what can you do it's either like you die or like we try and cut off your leg and hopefully save you you know what i mean so it's just i mean it's it's crazy so yeah it was interesting because i i definitely like filled in that part thought that that had happened and then as i was watching it i was like oh i guess you don't ever see that and i totally and now I'm like, was it in a different movie? I don't think so. I think it was. I think I it was think Gone with the Wind. Yeah, it yeah. it's because I can't think of anything else that I've seen. I, I don't think I've seen a lot of like Civil War movies. And I'm just like, was it? I'm like trying to rack my brain, and I'm like, no, it, it must have been Gone with the Wind. And for some reason, I I remembered you seeing it, but I also think it just really disturbed me as a kid. And so like my brain kind of filled it in, but that as an adult, like it's just so interesting, the difference. Cause as an adult, I was like, it happens <laughs> you know, like tragedy, whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, let's see. I wanted to go back. I want to talk a little bit about the, the slavery and how okay. the slaves were depicted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one part that I thought was really interesting was when at the party at the beginning, when all the women had to take a midday nap and the slave girls were like fanning them, Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty wild. And I wondered how historically accurate that was. Um, but I want to talk about Mammy Mm -hmm. who's played by Hattie McDaniel and how Mammy was like, I think I read uh, uh, on the Wikipedia page that it, this movie changed the way that people of color were depicted in mm-hmm. movies. And I wonder if part of that is that Mammy was portrayed as like very wise. Oh and, yeah, and for smart. sure. Yeah. And she also didn't take any sass from yeah. Scarlet. And, uh, and she was more Rhett, like a mother to her than yeah. her mother was really. And, and Rhett Butler, which I think actually is probably kind of historically accurate too, to that time. Like even the help, the movie, the help talked about how, um, black housekeepers kind of raised the young girls yeah in the yeah South. yeah and uh well anyway, I, think, I wonder if they were even like wet nurses to them you know um, i don't know yeah, yeah but um because i'm not sure but because i know like upper cross ladies were like i'm not gonna breastfeed my child that's gross you know like have mm-hmm. someone else do it and but you know because i 
read somewhere and this is a long time ago so i don't know how biologically how true this is like biologically but i read that women humans because it's not cows because i did not i had no idea that cows only produce milk after they give birth i thought that was like a thing that they did all the time and that was like wow and i only just learned i didn't know that either (laughs) yeah right (laughs) like also that's fucked up so never drinking cow's milk again because i can't get over that i I am i I love i haven't drank in years i usually drink like plant-based milk but anyway um well because i thought i was lactose intolerant then i suddenly wasn't so (laughs) anyway um, I know that women, human women can produce milk if there's like something suckling at their breast long enough that it like yeah. produces essentially like the, I don't know the, the react, the action of it produces milk. I don't know if that's totally true. Cause I think some women, I think maybe for some women, but not all women. Yeah. I, think I mean, I don't know women, how true that is Some either. women's, uh, supply wanes over time. Mm hmm. Uh, but maybe some women can keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how true that is. If anyone's out there listening, because in the and the rocks the cradle, <laughs> the woman like pumped, like her baby died, I think, and she just pumped for years and oh. became like a nurse because she was crazy. Oh, the like the woman of the husband, uh, the the doctor that kills himself, or whatever. Yeah, something I, like that. Yeah. So I I watched part of that movie. I watched up to the scene where he sexually assaulted her, and I couldn't. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't handle this. I didn't. Yeah. I I was like, you know what? I'm done. It's probably true it. for some women, <clears throat> but I don't know if it's true across the board. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um. So and then in the movie, back to Mammy, um. Uh, Rhett Butler says, you know, like mammy is the only good side that he ever wants to be on and they gave her like a red petticoat because he remembered the mammy that he grew it. up with did you know really she wanted wore it till the end too yeah <laughs> well the mammy he grew up with always wanted a red petticoat and i thought it was really sweet when that she like walked sweet, out yeah. and he's like what's that noise i hear that rustling and she's like it's my red petticoat <laughs> I love it. She, and I he's like was... show me and she's like okay and she's like lifts up like her her <laughs> little like her skirt, um, yeah. Yeah, her outfit she's like look what I'm wearing and he's like very nice <laughs> so and she the scene when she was telling Melanie like after Bonnie died and Melanie came over and and Mammy was walking up the stairs with with Melanie and sort of crying and talking about like the bait the child dying and the terrible things scarlet and red said to each other like that was a really good performance i could see why she won the award she did a really good job yeah definitely i i I mean poor Rhett is like as much as like i don't like him i think that there is part of him that is a good man you know i i don't i i keep trying to like i feel like i'm trying to justify his actions but i also feel like He's just like I guess I guess you can't look at someone and just say like they're one hundred percent horrible all the time. You know what well, I mean? I think the like the scene, the marital rape scene, which we'll get to, which I have other things to say before we get there. Yeah, that was that, bizarre. If that scene wasn't in the movie, I would think that Rhett was I would like Rhett. Because I liked him otherwise. I just Right, yeah. But then same. that scene is so weird. Right. And uh and that and it's in like his character suddenly seems so much more like evil and aggressive and and not like not romantic that it it changes your perception of his character. But before that I liked how direct he was when he was like, I, 
I want to be with you, Scarlet, and I think we can mutually benefit each other. And I was like, oh, well, now they're going to grow to love each other. But that didn't happen. She just no. continuously kept pining after Ashley and forcing Rhett to just see his failure over and over again. But right. then, yeah, but then the the weird rape scene happened. And, it, and, and right. then I was like, are was either like, of these two worth it? Well, like, and it was like, is it a rape? Because like it seemed like it was, but then the next day she was like, "Oh, I'm so brilliantly well, happy! I like I just had a million orgasms or whatever." I you have know? something to say about that. I guess we can. Well, I want to talk about because I'm trying to talk about the slaves. So yes. I want to talk about that really quick. Okay, and yeah, then we can talk, talk about, about the Prissy rape and because I want to talk about Prissy. Um, I guess the actress's name is Butterfly McQueen. Mm-hmm. Was that her real voice? Do you think? I don't know, but it was really annoying. I mean, it was. I thought she also did a fantastic job in the movie because she kind of played like they called it. Rhett called her. I think Rhett called her like dim-witted or half-witted. Yeah, but I thought she just kind of seemed like a like maybe like a person with ADHD in the 1800s when people didn't know what ADHD I was. I thought she was maybe just like a 13-year-old like girl. Singing. <laughs> yeah, know? like she was singing and in like a scale yeah. that was like, Melanie's having her baby. I need you to run and get the doctor. And she was gone forever and then she sort of came wandering back oh and my. Scarlett was like, where is the doctor? And she's like, I don't I know. know. I never Scarlett's found like, him. I'm gonna whoop your ass. And I was like, I would be so irritated if I was Scarlett. I would be like, what did I tell you? This woman's giving birth i need you to go do this one thing for me please like oh and prissy told the doctor that she'd been around a ton of births and she knew yeah, how to birth. and then and then the famous line i don't know nothing about birth and no babies and scarlet's like well why did you tell us you did and she's I like know. i don't know i just told a lie i don't know and well, it's like, she was prissy, like what is up with this what well, i don't know like she's Prissy know, was like kind of so like, she was so like oh no I absolutely know what I'm doing like she was almost like I sir I have my midwifery certificate but it's like <laughs> no yeah. you don't you're just like I mean I I think that you're probably accurate that she probably like ADHD or something because she was just she was like picking flowers and she's yeah like, blah, 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 singing and and um but I also think that she was just a little girl she was like 13 years Maybe old or that something could, that could yeah be the case like she's she supposed to be young yeah i think she because i mean scarlet so scarlet's 16 when we start the movie so it's kind of it's not out of the realm of possibility that prissy would be like maybe 10 to 13 years old and kind of look old i guess you know what i mean yeah yeah it could be like you don't we we are both in our 30s but we do not look like we don't look older we both look young we have young faces you know what i mean thank you um you're so welcome and also thank to myself thank you uh you're welcome anyway (laughs) um so but someone who's been working in the sun working in the fields like constant like maybe gets like five hours of sleep a night because they're constantly working yeah i would i could imagine why they would look a lot older than they do versus us we are very lucky yeah yeah, i mean we are very (laughs) lucky to be able to do stuff like working from home you know if we don't have to physically go get our food we can just i i fucking order my food and people pick it out for me so you know what i mean like we we definitely live lives of leisure and i think that that's maybe why we do look as young as we do because we have been very lucky to be afforded the lifestyle that we have you know um so also (laughs) we've got good jeans i've got amazing jeans also i don't go in the sun or drink or anything so there's that (laughs) 
Well, I do both of those things. <laughs> but um, I don't do anything. And also, there I was... I can't really drink. I'm like allergic to alcohol. There was <clears> another <throat> one. What was his name? Sam. There was Big Sam and Big there was Sam Pork. And pork. Mm-hmm. And um, Big Sam saves uh, Scarlet from like the camp outside the city where the undesirables were trying to take her yeah, horse and everything. Yeah, that was really scary. I thought that one of those guys was about to like rape her. Like when before Yeah, leave Sam. that to your husband, Scarlet. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so Big Sam saved her. And then late, and then Pork, who lived in Ontario, also uh, was kind of a likable character as yeah, well. And, yeah. and um, so it was. And they were talking about like how, how the, the Yankees took everything when she like came back home mm-hmm. finally. And they. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> they're like, so we don't have scene. any food. And I was like, what do you mean you don't have any food? What does that even mean? Like, like I, to me, I was like, well, I don't, I don't understand what that means. Like, yeah, like yeah. I was like, what? I don't, I don't want to, like, you don't grow things. You don't, you don't. Like. But the Yankees took them all. And yeah. that, so the Yankees, the damn dirty Yankees. Damn dirty so Yankees. A, a scene. Which you and I would technically be Yankees. <laughs> of course. Hell yeah. So Hell yeah. Scene, I don't want slavery. It's really bad. There's a scene where a Yankee soldier is coming to the, to Tara to like steal things and Scarlet <laughs> oh so the deserter yeah Scarlet has Rhett's gun and she's standing on the stairs uh-huh and the the Yankee soldier is stealing jewelry and he sees her on the stairs and he starts inching toward her and she waited until he got very close and she shot him point blank oh yeah and yeah. then she like said, in the head and then I sent this screenshot to Mike because she said well I guess I've done murder and I was like <laughs> Scarlet, you're a cold-blooded killer and you're saying that so casually like I guess I've done murder. She was so I mean, I think that I think that in yeah, like yes, obviously she did murder someone, but this is one of those things where there's so many casualties to war and you are defending your home against someone who could possibly really hurt you. I can understand why well, it was self-defense. Uh, yeah, but for sure. Still, like she waited until she, she didn't even like threaten him with the gun. Be like, get no, out of here! I have didn't. a gun. She's I like, know. no, keep inching closer. She for uh, no like, reason. It almost there seemed like no she reason. wanted to kill him. Yeah, yeah, because. Like, because she was far enough away where she could show him the gun and he wouldn't have been able to take it from her initially. And if he made yeah. a move toward her, she could have shot him. Right. But instead, she hid she it waited. until he got really close. <laughs> and then she was like, guess what I have, big boy? <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway. And he was like, what are you? I'm dead. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about the scene. It's it's ab- well, I it's absolutely rape. Um, I don't question it at all. I thought it was rape as soon as it happened. I was like, so he raped her. But I, yeah. I saw this on Wikipedia <laughs> and I wanted to read it. Okay. Um, so it's it says it's a widely it's notorious and widely condemned, and it's legally defined as marital rape. Scarlet and Rhett are at the bottom of the staircase where he begins to kiss her, refusing to be told no by the struggling Scarlet. So backstory Which is... Which she does say that to him multiple so times and he I tries to kiss her. It's a really weird story initially because she has they have the baby mm-hmm. and she's trying to get her waist down to 18 and a half inches, but it'll only get down to 20 inches. And Which uh, 20 uh, inches yeah, is it's, incredibly, it's incredibly tiny. tiny. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. and, and Mammy's like, well, you had a baby, so your waist will never be 18 and right. a half inches again. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Scarlett's like, well, I just can't. I don't want to get old and I don't want to get fat. So right. I just can't have any more children. Well, so she tells Rhett that, earlier says to her that if she gets fat, he will divorce yeah, her. Yeah, he says it like, don't scrape your plate. If you get fat, I'll divorce you. He's just, just yeah, not great. But and then so she says to Rhett, 
She's yeah. like, Rhett, I hope you understand, but we ain't having sex ever again. In she said it in more flowery terms, mm-hmm. but she and and he was like, "Fine, I'll just find comfort somewhere else." Meaning he'll see a prostitute. But then you find out later that neither one of them had sex. Well, she didn't have sex with anyone because she didn't want to get fat, right? But Rhett didn't have you know didn't have sex with anyone either. So anyway, this is like two to three years later. So they haven't been having sex this whole time with each other, right? So anyway, so Scarlett is saying no. And Rhett ignores her resistance, scolds her, and carries her up the stairs to the bedroom. And this is, I'm reading this from Wikipedia. It says, where the audience is left in no doubt that she will get what's coming to her. Yeah. The next scene. Well, and he says, just real quick, he says something like, I'll take what's mine or something along those lines. Like, Like, very. Tonight, I'll take what's mine. Yeah. Like, it's very, like, obviously, like, I own you and you belong to me. Yeah. You can't deny me this. I'm going to have sex with you because you're my wife and it's your duty, basically. So the next scene shows Scarlett glowing with barely suppressed sexual satisfaction. Rhett comes in and apologizes, blaming it on his drinking, which, okay, you were just raped by a drunk man. That's adding fuel to the fire. Yeah. And then. And if you can rape someone while you're drunk, you can rape them while you're sober. The drink has nothing to do. Like, you're still a shitty person. Listen to this, rapist. You don't have to be (laughs) drunk to do it. Uh, No, what I'm saying is he's blaming his behavior on alcohol. Oh, well, yeah. But his behavior isn't alcohol's problem. It's his problem. Yeah, well, it's like anything. Like, people who are like, I'm sorry I cheated on you. I was drunk. I'm like, well, unless like, you were raped, a, you made it was a choice. A mistake. Oh, yeah. so you made one mistake and you ended up in her vagina? Sure. <laughs> so then the scene has been accused of combining romance and rape by making them indistinguishable from each other. Indistinguishable from each other. Yeah. And reinforcing a notion that forced sex sorry reinforcing a notion about forced sex that women secretly enjoy it and it is an acceptable way for a man to treat his wife yep yep so it was pretty disgusting like it was gross as soon as it was happening i was like oh okay so this is happening and then Mm -hmm. later so then he like the next morning he like and this is this is another thing that really bothered me about the movie because if they were gonna make it seem like she enjoyed it she at least could have told him she enjoyed it the next morning but they have such terrible communication that she just yeah she got mad at him instantly about like he wants to go to london instead of like being like oh but i had so much fun last night so number one you make it seem like she enjoyed her rape and number two it it was all for nothing because he left and took the baby to london and she never even like was like oh but i still love you or i love you now right right and then when he comes home from london with bonnie uh, well, there she was says, a, there was like a I think there was a lot of threats of divorce again, and then he left for London, right? Didn't he was like wasn't he he threatened her and then he yeah, was like and then he took like off he was going to divorce or something. Yeah. But then so he comes back and you find out that she got she got pregnant from that one night, and <laughs> this the scene is ridiculous. I actually took a video of it and sent it to Mike because it's so over the top. Where he's like, they're standing at the top of the top of the staircases, and she's like, I don't even want this baby. I wish it wasn't I even know. yours. I wish it was anybody else's but yours and he's like well maybe you'll have an accident meaning like a miscarriage right and then she goes to like walk past him or something and like animatedly and ridiculously falls down the entire staircase like she never catches herself she never stops rolling until she gets kind of wanted i almost kind of wish that he had like like just hit her like her you know because he died doesn't he slap her he slap a lot of people slap or no she slaps a lot she of people slaps him. Does he she slaps slap her i don't I remember don't, but. i don't i don't think i don't think i don't know you know now i'm not i can't remember but 
was she a rolls, movie. Forgive me. Yeah, she rolls down the stairs in such a ridiculous way, and I'm like, catch yourself! You any moment right, you could right, catch yourself, right? And uh, anyway, it was like and then almost, she it was so ragdollish. I was like, she's yeah. gonna be fine, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like she it. wasn't showing yet, but apparently she had a miscarriage. But right, and then there's a red. But like, it was like it was so like why even make her pregnant? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, well, there's why no even make the child her... die? Like, yeah, I didn't. Not, like, I mean, like Bonnie. Or, why oh, make yeah, Bonnie die? No, well, and the same thing with Melanie. Like, there was no reason for Melanie or Bonnie to die. Really? Yeah, like, you could have well, worked around it. So, and I so, know it's from the book. So it's. Yeah, I mean, again, well, I don't the know. The woman who wrote the book didn't have to make them die. No, you she know. did not. Margaret Mitchell. We're talking to you. So anyway. <laughs> So then Rhett is like pacing outside of the room because right. Scarlett has just fallen down the stairs and Rhett says like, is she asking for me? And the woman was like, she's delirious. And then they show a scene of her laying in bed going, I want Rhett. The clearest language I've ever heard. And Mammy's like, what, Scarlett? Did you say something? And I was like, she's calling out for him. We all heard her. And she's like, Rhett. And then I Rhett, Rhett, I want, I want Rhett, Mammy, Rhett, I want him. And, and, and apparently, no one could like, be bothered what? to go I get him. Know. I guess. And then, and then, yeah. And then, when she's finally feeling better, and her and Rhett sort of make amends, Bonnie comes up, and Bonnie's like, "I'm gonna jump my horse because I raised the jump." And and then Bonnie. <sighs> flies off the horse and dies and when that happened i went and then the next scene is well, like a and funeral and this i was like is what like, well and and also so her dad pa yeah he had done the same thing for he done it he did it twice the first time he broke his arm so naturally his knee. he his knee that's right he broke it he broke something he broke a bone the next time naturally he decided to do it again but this time he fucking died from it and they i'm jumping a horse and they, yeah. yeah and they like for I think they foreshadowed it too. Like they were like, next time you do that, you might not make it through or something. Yep. And he didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so Bonnie's like, I'm gonna go jump, and she's like riding side saddle, which is a notoriously difficult way to ride a horse, you know. And then she's like jumping over. First of all, this it's a pony. It's a tiny little pony. Like this, and which I thought it was like so a Shetland pony. Are those the small ponies? Yeah, no, it wasn't a Shetland pony. Like it was a just miniature a, pony. It, no, but it was. It was a. But I was. Just real quick, I as I was watching like Rhett um lead around this pony and then like give her to her, I was like I was like, Oh my god, it's a miniature version of the horse. I was like, That's so cute. <laughs> it was like they just did a like copy paste. Bloop, there we go. <laughs> just make him tinier. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Photoshop that. Um and um and so she's like raising she raises the um, How did she even raise the jump? Because first of all, she's like, not that big. She's well, not that also, tall. And also the first time she jumps over, it's one rod. And right? she's sitting astride. She's like, Yeah, she's straddled. sitting properly. Yeah. Right. Like you should when you're riding but a Mammy's horse like, because it's a dangerous activity. I know. She's rides side I was saddle. Like, Mammy, honey, let her do what she wants, okay? Um anyway, so and then so she so then we see the first she jumps over one rod, but then she's like gonna jump over she's like i raised the the thing but you see like three yeah, rods there it's extra and tall it's like, and it's like for, like at the horse's neck yeah like, this thing is the like sure it might be able to jump over it but that's going to be dangerous so first of all the horse probably should have been like nah i ain't doing that uh-uh. that's what the horse <laughs> did kind of <laughs> yeah, well, so, she, make it, but. so she jumps over falls off the horse and of course scarlet's like not like pa and then like immediately she does like, dies, pa, and like she dies. Pa. and i was right. like oh my god i was like okay it, which it, it, yeah that was so weird that they had her die because i was like 
why to like just show Rhett like filled with grief like you don't like, have Rhett to has show no reason to stay with her anymore yeah like they well he didn't really have a reason to stay with her when he well, went to London for fucking took, half a year he took the girl with him right, well that's like, yeah but that's but, what I'm saying like so who you you obviously left for gra- like a huge but chunk then the of little time. girl wanted the wanted her mom and right, so they came right. back but yeah I yeah like but he says after that, he, when he's leaving her for finally, and he's like, well, when Bonnie was here, we had a reason to stay together, but now we don't have her. Right, right. And I was like, yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> like, but not a good enough reason to stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I totally agree with you. Like, what's the point of making Melanie and Bonnie die? It doesn't make any doesn't, sense. What's the point just... of having her be pregnant? <sighs> Nothing mattered in the end anyway i know scarlet remained a horrible person through the whole thing she may we didn't talk about the fact that um she said like this is this is another thing that made me mad and, and another reason why i thought that it made men look kind of daft um and is that the a guy came and asked to marry her sister and she said sure yeah marry my sister you've loved her for years and years marry oh, Kennedy her. or whatever yeah and yeah. then and then later she's in atlanta and she's visiting him at his dry goods store and she's realizing that he's rich right and so she blatantly lies to him and says well you took too long and now my sister's marrying somebody else so he married scarlet instead and i was like what is wrong with this man that he wouldn't go I don't know, maybe because they weren't like she told her right. that the sister was going to get married to somebody like so what is wrong with him where he wouldn't go talk to the woman that he allegedly was in love with or for like years send her a letter and say or like something. I can't believe you didn't wait for me or listen my store is ready I'm building a house for us just a little bit longer he just married Scarlett instead yeah I thought that that was very strange and, and, yeah and then like she was kind of nasty to him and he's like hooey she sure does get mad and I was like I was what? like, your then, wife hates you. And then they organized <laughs> a raid not like on that shanty town, and he got shot in the head, and she was just like, mm. oh yeah, she didn't. Even, yeah, yeah. So like, she didn't br- care. What? So they brought back, um, what was it, uh, Ashley? They brought back yeah, Ashley, and he drunk. was, and he had been had shot in oh, the shoulder. He was shoulder. Shot. Yeah. yeah, and um, and there was like the Yankee soldier or something like trying to figure out what was going on, and they were like, oh, we were just hanging out at Bell Watling's place, no big deal. We were just horn it up you know like like and everybody was like, like boys horrified boys. <laughs> like, we right. can't even we can't even talk about the fact that they were at a whorehouse i know and, well, I, mean, and then, would be, I wouldn't want my partner to be like oh i was hanging out at a whorehouse tonight like, <laughs> right, i probably right, would be right. upset but and then like so all this stuff happens and scarlet and then i think Rhett's like or someone says i think it was dr mead he's like don't you even care what happened to your husband and she's like oh yeah what happened to no, him it was Rhett. Yeah, was like, right. don't you want to know what happened to your husband? And she's like, oh. And yeah. he said, he's laying on the road with a bullet in his head. And she was like, mm, sad. <laughs> yeah, Guess I'm going to be wearing black now. Basically. I hate black. <laughs> she's like, I hate wearing black. It's just, it doesn't deal with my complexion. <laughs> such a- anyway, um, so... So I did write down, I thought it was really funny. Mrs. Mead was excitingly asking about what Belle Watling's place looked like. I thought that was interesting, <laughs> too. Like, she really she wanted, she's like, <laughs> did she, yeah, like, she she had an ulterior motive. She wanted to know how fancy <laughs> I feel like, was. I feel like Mrs. Mead is one of those ladies who 
when she was younger had always been like wanted to like just have this wild life and adventure but she kind of was just ended up being a woman like a wife you know yeah. and um and then so as soon as she gets something like juicy like that she's like tell me everything Give i me need to know gossip. you know yeah. but she's you know an older woman now but um i thought that that was really funny but do you think do you think that bell was in love with Rhett? it kind of seems like it it seemed yeah i think I think I agree with you that Belle was a really interesting character. Like she obviously wanted to be included in, in oh, yeah, for good sure. society, but just wasn't because of her, just her life. But I it, was se- also it definitely like, seemed like, why do you like, want to hang out well, with these people anyway? They hate, like they just seem like a bunch of stuck up assholes. And later at the end of the movie, when Scarlett realizes that Ashley, finally, when she realizes that Ashley doesn't love her, she said, well, you don't feel anything for me, just like Rhett doesn't feel anything for Belle Watling. So I think the implication is it's a similar situation that Belle loves Rhett, but he doesn't love her back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I think so yeah. too, yeah. She was like, Rhett was leaving and, and Belle was crying and like drinking and, and she was she looked like she was trying to like seem like she wasn't crying because I don't know if he noticed, um, but she definitely had like a tear streaming down her face and I was like, yeah, oh. mm-hmm. I know, I... I thought Belle was a very, very cool and interesting character, and I, I, she was awesome. But um, so I wanted to talk about too. So when we, so Scarlett and Ashley hug, which is a big no-no, and I think Red catches her, right? No, India and the older. That's right. That's right. India catches them, and like so there's like a party that Melanie's having the birthday party for right right and she's like I'm not gonna go I don't feel good I have a headache I don't want to go and he like lit like multiple times he does this he drags her physically out of she's like this tiny little thing and he apparently can just toss her across the room and he like literally drags her out of bed he gives her like her most like lascivious dress you know like the 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 sexiest dress and he was like well no point in dressing modest because they all know what you did and i was like you just like i mean it was like he wanted her it seemed to me to be publicly humiliated yeah i think that kind of makes sense to me because he's spent a lot of their most there he spent their whole relationship being second fiddle to her just always loving ashley and then now she finally like other people finally see her for what she is and i think like it's a little unfair that the situation was misconstrued. They were only hugging. Right. Um, and I, and mean, I don't, I don't know the culture back then, if that was like considered something either. that but was India, so obscene or like, whatever. But. They established that India doesn't like Scarlet. Right. So she had a hand. And then later, yeah, I think. always kind of seems like, well, if I could, if I could fuck Scarlet over, I would. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? And then like, at the end, when she Melanie's her, on like, her deathbed, India says to the doctor, I need to tell Melanie something. And I, I assumed that it was, she wanted to tell Melanie, Melanie like, I miss, I blew out of proportion when I saw between Scar- I don't know Scarlett right. and Ashley but anyway and so I think Rhett was just like you know maybe you should dress like the whore you are <laughs> because yeah. she really was very you know like I think on one hand I want to say like neither one of them ever lied to each other he's older she lo- he loved her and she told him that she loved Ashley, but still at the same time, like how often can you be rejected by somebody who you're married to, who just like never, never seems to care about anything but herself and right. And never cares about your feelings. And even when you have a child together, still doesn't really care about you. Like how often can that happen before you snap? 
So I think him making her wear that dress and then not going to the party with her because I think he did want her to be humiliated because he was feeling humiliated. Right. And I felt I mean, for I, him at that. Yeah. I, mean, I think I some of his him actions one were justified. I feel like obviously marital rape is never justified. Well, yeah, that's obviously. But, but like, and that was action, the evening. Like after right. the party, that's when he raped her. Right, right. But, Ugh, um, God, it's. I, I do understand his, his feelings of being like, you know, like, why bother what... what what is the point of loving this woman who's always going to be delusionally in love with this other guy? Right. And she's never going to see the good things that are in front of her because she's always looking beyond. And I think that that, that would be hard. And maybe in a movie with characters that I liked a little bit more overall, I'm, I, that story might be really, really compelling, like from his perspective. But right yeah but so i i don't i kind of don't blame him no i i think again i think that some of the actions that he took were justified in his in that he was angry and he felt betrayed and he felt humiliated and and you know this was at a time when your wife listens to you because you're the man of the house you know and i'm like i'm not saying that that's okay or anything everyone should be independent and be able to capable of making their own decisions but you get what i'm saying it's like it's it's he's he's focusing on the fact that he's like you did this to me you constantly do this shit to me and i'm so fucking tired of you doing this and now you're gonna get a taste of your own medicine yeah you know? i didn't even i don't even personally look at it as like i'm the head of the house and you have to listen to me i just think of it as like like respect me as a human being it's a level of disrespect like, yeah yeah like we we are married to each other and you don't even have the courtesy to pretend to not be in love with ashley yeah, you know, like no, I don't I, even think of it as like a man of the house situation. But yeah, like I, I mean, thought I thought Ashley was handsome and I could see her attraction to him. Like I mean, but to me it was like girl. <laughs> After like it's, a year, it's pathetic. maybe get over. It was it was like it's so yeah. pathetic and delusional. It is. I and mean, it, and she was so cruel. Like, like she treated so many people so cruelly because of Ashley. Right. Even her own sister. I mean, fucking yeah. her own sister. Oh, fucking over her own sister and marrying the man that her sister wanted to marry. Sue Ellen is her mm -hmm. sister, and marrying Kennedy and like and just like and you see Sue Ellen and she's like, I'm never gonna forgive her. I'm never gonna forgive her. And I was like, honestly, you shouldn't. Like yeah. your sister, your sister clearly was not thinking about you when she did this, or she was, but she was going, how can I? And, I actually did want to mention that I I get why I think that Scarlett has her own set of motivations that I also think make sense in in the time period that she was so they owed $300 which I actually did like the calculations on which is about $5,000 today wow. so it was a lot of money for the taxes and um and you know what was it big sam had told her that it was going to be a thousand so that would be even a, like a lot more that would be like probably ten thousand if not more you know um and so i can see why she had 
why she married Kennedy, but I didn't understand what the difference was between her marrying him and Sue Ellen marrying him and still getting the money to help him out because he would have wanted to. He would have been like, oh, I love you, Sue Ellen. This is your home. Let me help you out. I will give you that extra money. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I was like, what's the difference? Like, Like, why why wouldn't she just hurry up the marriage between her sister and him? Right. Like, and if it it was, if it was such a rush or if it, yeah, if it was, it was a thing that was clearly like, there was a time limit on it you know like they had to get this amount of money for a certain a certain in a certain amount of time where their house would be taken away but i just didn't understand why sue ellen couldn't have done the same damn thing that scarlet did instead she just screwed over her sister mm-hmm. and to me it's like maybe because this is the thoughts of a woman who's like 19 at this point 1920 so she's pretty young still but to me it was like Girl, use your head. Why couldn't Sue Ellen do the same exact thing? Like, yeah. I, I just, to no, me, that I, didn't that, make any sense. I totally agree with you. And also, I think, so I was talking to my parents about this movie because I was, I had dinner with them yesterday and I was like, why do people, like, why do people like this movie so much? And Scarlett O'Hara is a terrible person. And, and my dad was like, yeah, well, her motivation was to save her land. And I was like, but honestly, Tara, the plantation, seemed like an afterthought for everything she did like she yeah. didn't really seem to actually love tara she wanted to go home to see her mother and she didn't want the overseer to get the the house because you know she didn't she wanted she wanted to keep the house but it never seemed like she had this like great love for tara that would be the driving motivation right. it sort of felt like she had a great love for money and that was her driving motivation and and so and then at the end at the very end of the movie when she when rat leaves her she's like i can go back to tara and then maybe i'll get him back and i was like oh so now tara comes back into play but she spends right. most of the movie in atlanta y- yeah i mean i think a majority in the movie she's not in tara and then they live in that incredibly gorgeous house which i was like Mm -hmm. like i was looking at the molding uh, or i don't think it was at their place but it was at ashley and melanie's place there was like the molding across the door like the frame of the door and i was like oh my god this is incredible it's just like the (laughs) architecture and the art that goes in like i i mean the entire movie i was just i'm getting goosebumps actually because the entire movie i was like first of all i fucking love the victorian age i'm obsessed with 1800s i love it i love the early 1900s and i love the fashion and i it's not something i would ever want to wear because it sounds awful and also like women literally died from their fashions because they would be like super fire like yeah um but it was just like I was as I was just watching the movie and I was like looking at the architecture and like these gorgeous like Georgian houses I was like this is my element (laughs) I was like I'm in my element you know so I was um I think that's I think I really liked the movie for that reason as well just because it was like this is everything I love and it's right here like not everything but like the architecture and the you know you get it and uh and I'm I'm also like you know I really like old movies and why haven't I watched more of them you know what I mean you know because I think we've kind of like you we've kind of gotten into them you know we did we kind of reviewed like the 1940s rebecca after we reviewed the 2020 version and um and we did the apartment and everything and i like the apartment and i like 1940s rebecca and i was just like i should watch more old movies because i do really enjoy them and there's so many good ones out there so i did find i don't know if you told me about this 
Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Was that you? Mm-hmm. Okay, that must have been no. someone else. Someone else was telling me that was like their favorite movie, and I saw it on Amazon, so I saved it in my list. So oh. I eventually will watch that, I think. So, yeah. Um, but that's an older movie, you know, and I was like, yeah. You like, should watch <laughs> Father Goose. I should. And you've told me about that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you own it, right? My dad owns it. Okay, okay. Uh, I think I do. Oh, I just want, I do want to say, I want to make an emphasis that I was so excited that Rhett left her. <laughs> and I was so excited that the famous line, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, was in regards to him yeah. leaving her. Like, she suddenly realizes that she loves him. So she runs home and she's like, I loved you this whole time. I don't love like, Ashley. She and suddenly it's like, realizes only because Ashley like, rejected her. Yeah. And, and, uh, and he's like packing up and she's like, What will I do? What will I do? And he is at the door and he's like, Frankly, my dear, I don't, I don't give, give a, a damn. damn. And I was like, too so bad good. you're such an unsavory character because I, I love that you left her. I love that she was left in the dust alone. So, um, hold on. I have to look something up really quick before I tell you this real quick. Hold on. You real quick? Real quick? Real quick just real quick. Okay, yeah. So, there is... Oh. There is a sequel. Oh yeah. It was not written by the same author. Actually, I it was written in 91. Did they make a movie about it? It was a mini series oh, okay. starring Timothy Dalton as Rhett, which oh. oh, love. I don't know who this woman is. Joanne Wally Whaley Kilmer. I don't know, it's Scarlett. Oh, it's Sorsha from Willow. Kilmer, Val Kilmer. She was used to be married to oh. Val Kilmer. Oh. You saw Willow, didn't you? I did, but I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. So let's see. Um, so, wow, Sean Bean was in it. Huh. This is interesting because apparently in the so it's called Scarlet. Apparently in this. So she kind of wants to get back together with Rhett, it sounds like. Well, she gets pregnant. What? Again? With, yeah. And um, Ashley actually proposes to her, but she tells him no. Really? I feel like the woman who wrote this maybe didn't read the book. Because she would have been like, oh, my Lord, I've been waiting so long for you to ask me this question. <laughs> well, no, because at the end, she realized that she loved Rhett. Only because he turned her down. Ashley turned her down, though. I don't. I don't think she ever loved Red. I think she. My theory. My theory is that she had always been obsessed with Ashley. I don't think she was ever in love with Ashley. I think he was something that she could not have, and so she confused that desire, that the ability to not be given exactly what she wants, because that's what she's been given her whole life. She doesn't get what she wants, so she obsesses over it. And he was never a love for her. He was an obsession. And the second she realized that he did not want her, even though he repeatedly told her this, but apparently Melanie had to die for it, even though she was a perfect little angel puff, and I love her. <sighs> and I cried. I really cried when she died. I was like full on, like like I had tissues, and I was like, oh, no. Um, 
And the second Ashley was like, girl, no, I'm not into you. I love my wife, even though she's dying. She was like, what am I going to do? Oh, here's a man who showed me his love, his, um, you know, affection for me for so long. And I've turned him down again and again. And even though we're married. And so she goes, Red, I love you. And but it was never because of him. It was because of what he gave her. And he mm. gave her the attention. She knew he desired right. him. I don't I, I don't think you're think, right. Yeah. I don't think Scarlett's capable of of having a real love. I don't think she is I think she has probably a personality disorder. I would likely say I would say she has a narcissistic personality disorder. And because she's a narcissist, and I do not think she is capable of the same kind of love that Ashley and Melanie were capable of having together because it's always about her. And if she doesn't get what she wants, then she goes after something else because she knows that she knows that this person's going to make her feel good. And it's not about them. It's about what they can give her. Yeah, I think you're right. I agree. Yeah. I think that's a I think, solid theory. I think her the psychology behind Scarlet is very interesting. And I think that this is I think this is one of the first movies I had ever seen where I had really seen like a very shitty female character. And yeah, I and I like true. that. I love that. I want to see shitty female characters because you know what? There are shitty women out there, just like there are shitty men. And I think that like I think it's hard to watch a movie where the person you're Spo- seeing most often is shitty though yeah and i think that that's really unusual uh for the main character to be like for four hours just n- unredeemable almost. yeah well i so i read this book called tampa i probably told you about it um where it's about a woman who's a pedophile mm-hmm. and she's like she's a teacher and she's having sex with 14 year old boys. So in the book, as you're reading it, she's the main character. So it's all from her perspective. You as the reader, never ever like her like you want her to get in trouble but the book is so interesting and so compelling. It's like gone girl. Like, you know, I mean, what what was her character's name in gone girl? Um, Amy. Amy, Amy was such a piece of shit. And but like at the same time, you're like, okay, well, I have to know what happens. You know what I mean? Like, even though you're like, you really honestly deserve every terrible thing that happened to you because you're an awful, horrible person. At the same time, you're like, okay, but like, I have to know. And I think that's the same with Scarlett is that even though you may not ever really empathize with her or even like her as a person, she's a fucking compelling character and you want to know what happens to her, you know? And, and I, I just think that that is. I like those kind of stories because I think it's very difficult to write a character that's so unlikable, but you want to keep watching them. You know what I mean? Um, I've read or seen, I mean, I've like, I, I've read books where there's been a perfectly nice character. Okay. A perfect example is Catcher in the Rye. Holden Caulfield is a perfectly fine character, but I fucking hate Holden. (laughs) I will never read that book again and I hate Catcher in the Rye and I had to read it when I was a teen and I hated it then and I probably will hate it now and I will not read read it again but it's just I think that it's just like in that sort of instance I did not think that Holden was an interesting character that I wanted to continue reading about but in like Tampa she was so fucked up and she was so awful that I was like I have to know what happens and she ends up getting in trouble. She, I mean, well, no, she doesn't. I don't think she ever actually goes to prison or anything. But 
you as you're reading it you're like i want this woman to be in prison i absolutely do because she's a pedophile and she's committing statutory rape and she deserves to be where she you know like you're a pedophile yeah (laughs) so uh yeah and i i i just like stuff like this because i think that having those kind of characters and writing someone who is so unlikable but continuing to pull in your audience it's got to be hard and it's got to be difficult but i think that gone with wind does it you know yeah i don't know i i see what you mean but i think her cruel delusion made it difficult for me to fully be compelled by her um yeah i can understand that like her whole like she centered around a man like her you know like her life had meaning because of a man and that was difficult i think yeah because she didn't have like she had so much at her disposal and she had so much autonomy but she wasted it on ashley and i and i i found that like so unpleasant yeah well yeah and and I mean that's that's her entire focus. The entire movie is Ashley, and I I liked Ashley. I didn't have a problem with Ashley. Did I think he was a super interesting, compelling character? Not really, mm-hmm. but I liked him. I thought he was a decent man. He seemed to really love his wife, and I like I felt in my heart that he was a good man, you know. But yeah, it, it's it is hard to watch a movie where their entire drive and focus is this one person and and i but i I also think that's such like that's just such a commentary on scarlet and who she is as a person that instead of it it's just this desire this drive to get what you can't have and the second that you know you really realize that it's not going to happen she, as I said before, she immediately goes to someone who she yeah, knows she no, can't. You're have. right, you're, and you know? it is difficult to write a character like you're totally right. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, she's pretty shallow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, are you think you're done talking about the movie? I think so. Yeah. All right, so would you recommend this movie? No, I don't think so. It's really? too long. I don't, yeah, I think it's just too long. Basically, I, I think that there's nothing in this movie that you can't probably get from other movies that are shorter um i think that the performances were surprisingly good for, mm-hmm. for the age of the movie uh and the pacing at first was was actually like also went pretty well and then after the intermission wasn't it really got started getting a yeah, little crazy but i agree i would i say it's a must see no i i don't think it's it's in my mind I think you find just if you don't want to watch it, I wouldn't be like, no, you should definitely watch it. No, I don't think so. That's, and I don't know. I feel like I feel very indifferent about it. Um, I think it's really, uh, really strange watching a movie, a serious take on uh, the Confederacy instead of like a, educational take on confederate mindsets mm-hmm. i think it's really weird to watch a movie where it, it is very strange everyone yeah. in the movie is is uh it's like glamorizing yeah slavery. it's like putting uh, rose, it's rose tinted really glasses weird. yeah on slavery and, and it's yeah. it's i've never seen a movie like that uh yeah and, and i think so i guess 
I do think that it's interesting. I think it's really cool about like Hattie McDaniel winning the Academy Award. Big time, yeah. I think that's awesome, and I think she she earned it. She did a really fabulous yeah, job for, but, um, for sure. I just don't. I don't think I would recommend it. Uh, if somebody said I really want to watch it, I'd say yeah, you should. But if somebody was like, should I watch it? I'd be like, mm, skip it. How about um, you? How would you? What would you recommend it? I liked it, and I probably would recommend it. I think, and I, but I would also probably say like you should watch it because of the historical significance. Because Hattie McDaniel was the first African American woman to win an Oscar for this role. So if you're going to watch it, you should watch it for that reason. Um, I liked it as a kid, and I like it as an adult. And I think I pretty much feel like I I think I pretty much feel felt the same way that I felt when I was a kid as an adult, which is a very interesting thing because I would have thought that I would have changed my point of view. But I always knew Scarlett was shitty. I always knew that. You know, well, you can't. I mean, nobody can watch that movie and, <laughs> and think not. She's yeah, not. and she and uh, and I love a hot psycho woman. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, what can I say? Yeah, why Especially don't they count it as the origin of blue the hot eye. psycho? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like the dark hair, the blue eyes. That's like my motherfucking jam. So I'm like, damn. So I mean, like her and Rhett are like both fit in that category. And I'm like, <laughs> girl. Um, I also have to say, Victor Fleming, who directed it, also directed. Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I was like, why does that name sound so familiar? And so I was looking at it, and I was like, oh my god, he did. So he's an epic director. Yeah, if you want, you know. But I will say, if you're gonna watch one or the other, you should watch Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And I don't even like Wizard of Oz. Really? Oh, I love Wizard really. of Oz. Um, I mean, no, I, no, I don't. I, I've mixed feelings about the Wizard of Oz, but overall, I would. If somebody like asked me. Do you like Wizard of Oz? I think I'd probably have to lean more towards no. Mm, I love it. Um, I like Toto. <laughs> Little Toto. Um, so you guys can follow us on Instagram at Watchers and Movies or Facebook at Watchers and Movies. If you have a recommendation, you can do a couple of things. You can either DM us on social media. You can also email us at watchersandmovies at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website. That's watchersandmovies.weebly.com. And thank you so much to Mike for our theme music. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42 His name is Mike Myers. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. And that's it. Bye-bye. Bye.